98.5 The Bull, about half hour away from your chance at $1,000 with Beat the Bull. Our record 700. How far will the bull let it go today? Well, we win some money. Gosh, I hope so. And that's at 740. Good morning. You've got Tyga and Daniel uh, camping trip this weekend. We've been talking about it. Uh, we, You guys are so nice to call us and stuff because we had a lady call and said that the coyotes, they don't even care if you shoot at them. Uh, they'll they'll continue to say, to eat your dog and things and then people called up and said no the coyotes probably won't bother you, uh, we heard coyotes, but uh, all in all we didn't have any dangerous encounter with any wildlife on the ranch uh, near Okima. It's actually Oklahoma Joe, you know the restaurant and his smokers. We were talking to him. We were at a broadcast and Daniel had said we're looking for a good place to camp and he's like I got a place you can go down there. So he let us use his land. So that was very sweet. Yeah, we camped out on it and. Uh, he was right. He said, you will hear some coyotes, and uh, you'll hear one at first, then they'll all get into a frenzy. I did hear them, and thank goodness I, they were so far away I felt comfortable. Had right. they been any closer, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> well, at one point, I was trying to get the boys to bed. My little son and uh, his buddy were there, and they were try- they were kind of getting tired. And in the tent, then I see Daniel sort of freaking out. I, I never zipped up the tent. It's just open. And, you said that uh, some wildlife had... Some, something walked by in in the night, and it was sniffing around. I don't know what it was, but I didn't want to scare the kids. But, the, yeah, some type of animal walked by. And before the moon came up, you couldn't see anything out there. I mean, it was so beautiful because and we kind of knew we were getting into this, and it was confirmed we're so remote and so away from light pollution that you look up, and you see stars, and you know they're up there, but you can't see them like if you're in Tulsa. And it's just breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah. It, it was unbelievable. A little bit of an awkward moment, though. Me and my buddy Tig are just uh, at some point in the night looking up at the stars together. Because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we did. When we lived in Nashville, you couldn't see any stars because you're in the city. And then in Tulsa, you can't really see them. But, yeah, we had a little moment there where we were you know, just two dudes looking at the stars together. Nothing to see here. Yeah. I got to tell you, you brought those, uh, you brought some camping mats. Mm-hmm. And what are they, like an inch thick? I thought, this guy's not going to be comfortable at all. He's sleeping on camping mats. I had this giant air mattress that it took like 20 minutes to pump up. And when I pitched my tent, I guess I set it down on a stick. So during the night after I laid down, the air mattress starts getting really soft. I'm like, what is going on? I punctured the air mattress. I didn't have a mat I just basically slept on the ground like a bear. You did. And it was so annoying because you were in the tent right next door to us. I had all the boys in my tent. You were over there in your bachelor pad. And um, for like 10 minutes, all I hear is this. You know that like plastic camping liner or whatever's mm-hmm. at the bottom that's real loud and super annoying? I'm I'm like this close. You know when you get like so close to sleep, you're almost awake and asleep at the same time. And I'm right there about to fall asleep. Then about 15 minutes of well, listen, I just could not accept that I was going to have to sleep on the ground with no no cushion whatsoever. And I did. Guess what? To top it all off, stupid sleeping bag wouldn't zip up. <laughs> so then I'm just on the ground <laughs> and cold because this, I can't get this thing to zip up. Yeah. Did you? You had an extra mat in there, I believe. No, I had two. One for No, I didn't have an extra. Hmm. Three mats for three people. Um but Daniel thought he was so smart. He gets out there and he's got, he's blowing. He's got like even pump. Like that's not really roughing it when you got a pump to blow up your air mattress. Heck, having an air mattress isn't really roughing it, is it? 
you know, those old movies where the cowboys, they would just stop and build a fire and put their head on well, a rock. Well, I'd like some, like, level of comfort. I was so miserable just sleeping right on the ground, freezing to death all night, uh, that when the kids woke up, they woke up at, like, 6.30, well before sunrise. I didn't even mind. I was ready to get up anyway because I just laid there. My poor dog couldn't get comfortable. <laughs> Pretty rough over in your time. I need some. Why do they make sleeping bags where the zipper will, you can unzip it and then it, comes completely out of the zipper part. And I never could. I, that's what I was doing when you heard all the, the sound. I was trying to zip this thing back up. Why make a, a sleeping bag where the zipper will malfunction in any type of capacity? They want you to buy another one. I, I, I threw that thing right away when I got home. You threw it in the garbage? Right in the garbage. Yeah, go. Well, buddy, I froze to death, slept <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> you know how uncomfortable the ground is and at my age? You know age? what's kind of nice is that the extra bodies in my tent, I had a pretty warm tent over there. Pretty nice uh, camping trip for me, actually. I enjoyed it. Uh, sleeping on the ground is a young man's game. But uh, it sure is. Even sleeping on a... I, I, I hurt for two days after sleeping even in a tent. You know what? I expected to hear that next morning because Oklahoma Joe had told us that... And uh, also Tess Mane from News on 6 was on. And she said that this weekend it was uh, black powder. Black powder season. Yeah, where people... You can use that kind of gun, and then another. And the next week's homemade rifle bullets, season. whatever they're doing. I didn't hear any gunshots that morning, so we I were, guess uh, I guess nobody spotted any deer. I guess not, because we were expecting it to be like the Civil War out there, and uh, actually kind of a peaceful morning. And of course, uh, anytime you're around Daniel, he's going to take the opportunity to prank you. And of all the animal sounds that we heard, we were going to hear, and you know, is there a mountain lion? Because we had seen that on News on Six. Somebody saw a mountain lion around here. And uh, we were telling the kids, you know, hey, you know, here's what we're going to do in case it probably won't happen. But Daniel takes that as an opportunity to hook up his Bluetooth speaker and play animal noises from the woods, you know, remotely. He's standing next to everybody, but we're hearing animal noises coming from the woods. And how the kids reacted, we captured that uh, that video, and we're going to play some audio from that. And you can follow along, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. That's T-I-G-E and Daniel on Facebook and Instagram. Good morning, guys. the Bull, today's hot country, Thomas Ritz. Uh, We're about 15 minutes away. Remember, chance of free money up to $1,000. It's a local contest. A lot of other radio stations, they give away money. It's cute. But uh, you don't realize you're competing against everybody in the nation who listens to that network of stations. And then they try to pass it off like somebody here locally won and blah, blah, blah. But here, it's a local company, Griffin Communications. Uh, We've got money to give you. And somebody locally will win money this week again, and we're our next chance again. 15 minutes away, up to 1000 bucks. Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Uh, Tig and I have been talking about taking his son camping. He's six years old now. His name's Mac. We've been talking about taking Mac camping now for, uh, I guess, a, a full year. We've almost been in Tulsa a full year, and I yes. kept saying to you, it's time to take him camping. I think he's going to like it. We finally got to do that this weekend. We went to Oklahoma Joe's Ranch. And, uh, and it, wh- where was it? Neurokima. I never could figure out where we were, to be honest with you. I had no idea either. Um, I was like, I'll stop on the way and get something. And then there was no... uh, No stores. Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) How did Mac, how did he, did he enjoy the camping? Did he he say good things or was Uh, he kind of like, you know, bored with it? He wanted to stay another night. He freaking loved it. He's talking about it constantly. He brought his buddy along, you know, as another kid in his school and so it was me and you, the two boys, and they just had a blast. You didn't have such a blast because your air mattress popped and you slept on the ground like a hippie. 
with your dog, but uh, well, yeah, I had it was, a good night's uh, sleep. It was Mac and his little buddy Aiden, and they're both six years old. And I, I got over this uh, grill, and I, I stopped and bought steaks along the way. And uh, then Aiden's like, I don't want steak. I was uh-huh. like, well, you should have told me that, you know, Before we $40 ago. <laughs> <laughs> Before I bought them. <laughs> but, but last week, you guys were so sweet because um, we uh, grew up in Alabama and Oklahoma's a little different with respect to wildlife. And, you know, a lady called and said, listen, these coyotes, I have these dogs, like wiener dog sized dogs. And these coyotes, every time I get a dog, they just go ahead and eat the dogs. And one time, and we go, well, I thought they were scared of people and stuff. And she said, no, I was shooting at these coyotes, and they didn't pay the slightest attention. And so that made us, that got our attention. But then more people called and said, that probably won't happen. We heard wild animals. It was a nice lady, but I don't, I I just can't imagine a coyote running up to your yard and you fire a gun at it and it just continues to attack. That just doesn't seem. Outside of being rabid, maybe. Right. But anyway, we, we took, gosh, we probably took. 50 calls on this and i would say roughly half the people were saying yeah be worried about coyotes and the other half were like no don't be worried about coyotes so coyote talk was a big part of this camping trip yes and then we heard the coyotes we heard the pack of coyotes you know in the distance thank god uh but i really enjoyed it and i can't wait to do it again and thank you uh, daniel you were key in that because you had gone around looking for campsites you never found one that kind of you liked, but we really love getting out and doing something completely in nowhere. Not an official campground at all. We just found a spot and went went crazy. Uh, but obviously, when you're around Daniel, you're going to get pranked. And after all this discussion with the boys, both uh, six years old, you know, of the animals that might be out there, and here's what we're going to do. Daniel, of course, hooks up his wireless Bluetooth speaker, sticks it off to the side of the campsite, and you're able to play noise out of the the Bluetooth speaker, which this is all, by the way, on our Instagram, the, the video versions of everything you're about to hear, Tyg and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, if you want to follow along. We're lonely. We need friends anyway. It's Tyg and Daniel on Instagram and Facebook. But this, Daniel, if you want to set the scene, this is when you got a hold of your Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, I'd hit this thing kind of in the woods, and uh, the boys were out roasting marshmallows, and I play this coyote howl. Mm-hmm. And this is a scary howl. And it sounds very close. And we tell the boys, like, if you hear any animals, just run and get in the tent. So they start to hear this howling. Then, you know, you have a decision to make when you're a small child and you're roasting a marshmallow. Do I abandon the marshmallow or do I take it? Because in that moment, the marshmallow is very important at a campfire. Am I right? Yes, it is their number one focus at that moment. (laughs) Right. Uh, So here's Daniel playing coyote sounds. The kids have no idea this is not a real coyote sound. (laughs) Oh my God! You're jumping in the tent. So he's he's in the tent. He's heard a wild animal, but all I can think about is he's left his marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, by the fire. He's not worried about uh, only a thin piece of cloth protecting him, being the only protection against a ravenous animal. He's more worried about this marshmallow. I've lost my marshmallow. My marshmallow. Are you going to risk it to get the marshmallow? <laughs> Guys. What? That, that's Daniel's phone. <laughs> it's Daniel's phone? Yeah, I'm playing a, I'm playing a coyote sound effect. But <laughs> you think that marshmallow is going to get the hell out of here? So, Mac, 
You held yours, Matt. <laughs> so one of the boys took their marshmallow with them. The other one abandoned the marshmallow. And, and then when we picked it up, of course, it had grass all over it because it was like a melted thing. But, uh, you know, I was worried that we would get, because every now and then we do something and people don't like it. Like the corn maze prank you pulled where you called the the front office of the, of the corn maze and mm. said you were lost in the corn maze. People said we were wasting people's time and all that. And uh, I was concerned that people would get mad that we scared the kids, but nobody did that I saw. And we immediately, by the way, we only let them linger in fear for about five seconds. I mean, you heard me come in and tell them, dude, it's just the phone. Now, this if this were back in the day, mm-hmm. back when, you know, people really didn't care about feelings or, or children's feelings at least, I think had my dad did this to me back in the day, I think he would have let me just be terrified the full eight, nine hours. <laughs> yeah, through the night. But we, you know, we came clean like 20 seconds into it. So. Yeah. Didn't, didn't your son at one point when he was hearing these animal noises go, oh, I don't want to be out here anymore? Yeah, he looks right up at me because cause you did freak him out like a little bit. and But I said, dude, those coyotes aren't going to mess with us, man. There's nothing out here. And finally, I calmed him, and, and he had a, a, a great time. But I love that um, they're jumping in the tent, and they're still like, this could be a ferocious predator. But that marshmallow is still on mine. <laughs> With such concern, I thought he would be like, "Oh no, coyotes!" Like, I-, I-, I love my marshmallow. I want to live. No, not that. <laughs> I want my marshmallow. Where's my marshmallow? Uh, but you can follow along that whole trip. Uh, other clips. Also, what I like to do at the end, uh, my car was extremely dirty, and here's how dumb I am. I took a Nissan Maxima out to a ranch. Not a good marriage. And uh, so I took the the kids to the car wash on our way back to Tulsa. And at the end, I always, when the blow dryer thing comes out, I'll roll down all the windows. And, boy, you got to do that with your kids. They cannot get enough. You can follow along on Facebook and Instagram, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, on Facebook and Instagram. We're now eight minutes away from Beat. Daniel, come on. We're eight minutes away from Beat, beat the, the bull. bull. Your chance at $1,000 on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Three minutes away from 8 o'clock. Good morning, Daniel. Daniel, you have been encouraging me to do something that is uh, totally out of my comfort zone, and that is to spend any money whatsoever uh, for something that, uh, for whatever reason, is important to me. I know it sounds silly, but um, I grew up a fan of the Atlanta Braves, and I think uh, part of the reason that I'm so into um, baseball in general is because it's something that me and my dad shared together. And I was a very young boy, and we could sit down and watch those games. This is before I could just go watch YouTube and stuff. You sat there and you watched baseball, if that's what your dad wanted to watch. And that's how, you know, we kind of connected. Or at least one connection point. There were many, but that was you know, one of them. fun memory. You yes. grew up. It's a... Uh... And uh, the thing you did with your dad, and my, now you have an opportunity to do this with your young son. We, my dad and I had always talked. We'd never, we'd been to Major League Baseball games. We'd never been to like a playoff game. And we had always talked about what we're going to go to a playoff. And I've lost my dad now, but I have my son. Can you tell me why I, you guys never made it to a playoff game? Life, you know, I didn't necessarily live near him after college. We went on, you and I went out. No, well, don't blame me. It's your fault. We went out. But was it a money thing or just you just oh, never, no. you know, just never got a chance to It was just kind of difficult and now I wish I would have been a little more emphatic about it. It was just more like it'll work out one day, but life gets in the way. And so now I've got my own little son and he's only 6 years old and I'm 
the Atlanta Braves usually don't go to the World Series, and this year they're going to go. And I promised him and I promised myself if they ever go to the World Series again in my lifetime, we're going to go to that game. Uh, I've booked the airline tickets to Atlanta for this weekend. I've booked the hotel. One thing I have not gotten, though, is the tickets. And the problem there is that the tickets for standing room only are $1,000 per ticket. And then with fees, it's about $1,250. So I would be like $2,500 in the hole for standing room only to fly to Atlanta this weekend just for the tickets to get in the gate. I think you should get tickets uh, sitting down somewhere. Spend whatever it, you know, within reason, spend whatever... It takes. I know, but like, I, and you know, here's how messed up I am. I start thinking about this, and I, I don't like spending money. I don't know what it is—a security blanket or something. I try to save, save, save. If you're new to this show, Tig, um, I call him a Tigerwad. He does not like to spend a dollar, and I mean that. He doesn't like going out to eat. I, I've known this guy uh, like 20 years or so. Same, same clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, if he has a T-shirt, you can go look at our Instagram and Facebook. This guy wears it out. And I mean, he wears the same garbage forever. He's got, he's like Ronald McDonald, the way, just the same outfit for 20, 30 years now. What's that guy, Ernest? Ernest wears the yeah. overalls <laughs> Ernest goes to camp. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like that guy. I really don't know what you splurge as far as uh, or treating yourself or anything like that. Maybe this is the reason I, I've been saving for stuff like this. And I'm just trying to, then I think about like we drive to work and I see people that have nothing and I'm going to spend $1,000 on a baseball ticket. I feel guilty. All that comes into play. Uh, you're lucky. You're blessed that you have this. Why should you feel guilty I about it? I messed up, I guess. But, uh, hey, I, good morning. Well, go ahead. I just think that everybody would agree with me that you should spend this kind of money on these experiences. And, and you know, if you were wanting to go out and buy a Corvette because you're 40 now, yeah. that I would be like, maybe that's a foolish decision. But I think anybody listening right now would say, you spend all that money, especially after the year you've had losing your dad, go do some, make these memories with your son. Hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. What's up? You have got to pay whatever it costs to go to the World Series. And, and $1,000 for a standing room only ticket, I would pay it. I took my son. We're Red Sox fans, born in Boston, moved to Tulsa. In 2013, they played at St. Louis, and we went to a World Series game, and we still talk about it. I still get goosebumps. I still, like, as a dad, Ty, you take your kid, and, dude, you're going to be so emotional. It's just crazy weird because it's your team. How old is he? He is six. Six. He'll remember, trust me, and I, I take so. lots of pictures. But I, here would be my concern. How much was your hotel room? It was actually pretty cheap. It was weird. Um, but the uh, the flight was a disaster. So I'm I'm already yeah. in pretty deep on this trip. So I don't want to fly to Atlanta and not get tickets. I'm going to get tickets. But how old was your son when you brought him to uh, the game? Well, he, he was a little older, so he was 13. But yeah, I'm that just would telling be. you. I, well, his first trip to Fenway Park, he was seven, and he still remembers that. Yeah, I remember taking so, my bu- my boy to the uh, Braves game, and he remember like a regular season game. He he recalls some of that. He was only three or four then. Like, how did so. you get a cheap hotel? Have you booked a hotel like on Skid Row or something? Right next to the airport, and nowhere near the stadium. Probably I, twenty minutes from the stadium. I booked in St. Louis, and this is obviously 2013, and we were five blocks from the stadium. One night, it was six hundred dollars. You're right. I mean, I don't know if the Braves will be in the World Series again, and you know, I'll be, I'll be dead next time, maybe. So this is probably my only chance. So uh, I appreciate you that. Got, yeah, you, you, you got to take the opportunity. You got to go, even if it's standing room only. He'll have a blast. You'll have a blast. Get to the ballpark is right the second they open the gates. I've got. I'm just telling you, man. You you cannot turn that down. You got to go. Yeah, I got like a little emotional because uh, he was awake for the game or the game six when they beat the Dodgers, and I got like a little emotional. 
And I'm like, am I yeah. crying over baseball? I don't get it. But I think it's more about that experience with, uh, you know, I knew my son was going to come with me. And, you know, my dad and I had watched the World Series together. I, something in that realm right. rather than just the baseball game itself, if that makes any sense. No, it makes 100% sense. I totally get it. The other thing that's very emotional is listening to Daniel talk about his backpack and, and his, uh, you know, floating his mattress and all that stuff. That's so sad. He's, yeah, he had to sleep on the ground, poor guy. What a little weenie. All right, guys, <laughs> have a great day. Love the show. All right, thanks, man. Hey, I got to tell you, uh, he's referring to when my air mattress popped over the weekend. I had to sleep on the ground like a dog. On Friday, I, a lady called up and said I was despicable. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Monday, I'm greeted with being called a little weenie. Yeah. So, I I, you. you know, like I told you, everybody out there agrees you, you got to spend this money. Tiger, I remember me and my dad bonded over, uh, uh, he took me to see the Thunder from Down Under once in Las Vegas, Did which he? is a male review, and we uh, we bonded. So you're into that. 918-879-9898. One beer with Hardy. Yeah, 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 806. So uh, I guess um, I'm trying to figure out if I should pay $1,000 to go see a World Series game with standing room only. And everybody's encouraging me to do it because I don't do anything. And But, but you're not just talking about you spending it just for you. That, I feel like, would be a little selfish. You want to take your son. Uh, I think you're going to meet your brother out there. This, so this is a, a family. family like yep. You'll always remember it. I don't think anybody listening right now would say, yeah, you don't need to spend that kind of money on it. Once in a lifetime kind of thing. And it would cost a lot of money, but I don't know if it'll ever happen again. So but Also, you save so much money. Like, I, I never know you to go out and go out to dinner or splurge on anything. So I think this is what you've been saving for all this time. I think we got uh, Mara with us. Mara... You are live on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so I just want to chime in on this World Series thing. Mm -hmm. I think you absolutely should go if you can get tickets. Um, I went to a Final Four with my parents, my family, when I was seven, and I'm 25, and I still remember it and talk about it, and, like, it's one of the coolest experiences of my entire life. Like, I think I'll remember that until I die, so... If you have the chance, you should 100% do it with your son. You know, I was reading about these billionaires and how billionaires spend their money. And some of them do yachts and all that. But most of them, what they do is they buy experiences instead of possessions. Yes. Like, they'll they'll take a trip to see the Titanic in a submarine. Like, stuff like that. And obviously, I'm not that wealthy or anything. But a 1000 bucks is a little bit tough times two to get my son in. Uh, I just think, you know, there's so many people out there that, you know, could use... I see, like, I look out right now, I see, you know, somebody walking around probably has no money, and I'm going to go blow $2,000 to go see a baseball game. I kind of feel guilty about that. Mara, can you tell him, like, how, how he can, he, he shouldn't feel guilty because he has saved money? I, I don't know. He's all messed up. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with him inside. He's all twisted. <laughs> That's true. I don't think you should feel guilty. I mean, just tell him it's part of his Christmas gift, and you can justify it, and... There you go. That's Do you right. think he's six is too young though, Mara? Maybe six is he's never, he's not going to remember this. I was seven when I went to the final four, and like I remember it pretty clear. I mean, we have a lot of pictures, and so like I look back on the pictures and it, like jogs memory. But like I remember, I mean, we lost in the first round of final four, and I cried for an hour. Like it's something I'll never forget. Right. Well, that sounds terrible. But it was an experience it was with so our family. It was so much fun, though. Oh, right. good. Well, Mara, yes. okay, looks like uh, thanks for the insight there. Everybody everybody has kind of made me feel of better. Of course. Not one person has said don't do it.
including my mom, who, you know, when you talk to your mom and you're a son of a mom, you kind of listen to her. If anything, COVID has put this kind of stuff in perspective. You might not be able to you have another chance to do this kind of you stuff. You don't know. You never know. Hey, good morning. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. You're live. Good Who's this? Carla. Good morning, Carla. Um, so he needs, you need to go to the baseball game and explain to your son that not everybody has these opportunities and have him pick an angel when you get home. The uh, off the angel the tree. Yeah, that's a great program. Yeah. What is the an angel tree? And that tree? way he can... That's where the kids, Angel Tree is through Salvation Army, and kids who wouldn't have a Christmas otherwise are put on there, and families who can afford it pick an angel, and they buy the gifts and drop them off, and their kid has a Christmas. I do feel like I'm going to have to like get even with the universe. If I spend this kind of money going to a baseball game, when I get back, I'm going to have to do some real good to like lift this guilt. Is this a Catholic thing? Because I, I don't know. I guess Catholic, I feel like this might be a, a you feel guilt because... I don't know. You There's shouldn't just... feel guilty. It's your money, and you're spending it on an amazing experience for your child. All and right. if you feel a little, little guilty because of the price tag, then, yeah, get even with the universe. Pick out an angel, donate a bike. Well, what would you say to him? He's saying, like, when he, we drive to work, we see people sleeping on the ground. He's saying that maybe he won't enjoy going to a game and spending all that money because he feels guilty because those people aren't able to go and enjoy it. Life's not fair. You've worked hard for your money. I mean, they they have some circumstances that just aren't working in their favor right now. But enjoy enjoy this experience with your kid. All right. Not one person has said, uh, don't do it. Appreciate I, I, I still worry that you got a hotel, like, I didn't, right I got, in the bad part of town. I looked it up on TripAdvisor. It's got, like, four stars out of five. Out of ten, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, okay? E- All right. Bye. Nah. All right. Let's take one more here. Good morning, Ty Gandino. You're live on 98.5 The Bull. What's your name? My name's Anna. I just wanted to call. You have to go to this game. There's there's no other. Your son, he will he will take this memory to the grave. Like, you have to, have to, have to go. And I know you feel guilty, but I promise you, when you look back in 20 years, that guilt will be gone, and those memories will still be there. What do you mean 20 years? You ever seen this guy? <laughs> He's decrepit. He ain't going to make it no 20 years. You still think I'm going to make it to 60? Yeah. You better better savor every moment, buddy. (laughs) But his son will. His son will remember that in 20 years, and he'll have pictures. And then, I mean, it'll probably carry on forever, you know, generations of got to go to the Braves game. I see a day in the future where. You know what I mean? Yeah. You make these memories. I see a day where my son's in jail talking to his cellmate, Mm -hmm. telling him about the time his dad took him to the World Series. It'll be a beautiful moment there, too. I see hey. a beautiful moment where your son busts out of prison mm-hmm. to just go to the, uh, the game. The World Series again? Yeah. Hey, I appreciate the call, okay? Okay, have fun. Well, it looks like um, I'm going to try not to feel guilty about it. But, man, when I hit checkout on that credit I'm card, I'm going to throw I'm just picturing you and your son always watching the game together. And when your son is in prison, you'll smuggle a television in so he can watch the game. It's a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. What's not beautiful is how you smuggle the television in. That is a <laughs> horrific story. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. The hole in the bottle of wine. Kelsey Ballerini, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning, Ty and Daniel. Time for Did to See brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall at Hugh McDougall Dentistry. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, good morning, Tyga. Uh, time for Did You See? Did you see that there's a lady that's suing Kellogg's? She's saying that strawberry Pop-Tarts don't contain enough strawberry to call them strawberry 
Pop-Tarts. They contain mostly apples and pears, and she's seeking damages. Guess how much money she wants. Well, she believes that there's pears and apples in it, or they say well, that there's... I mean, it's even on the nutritional label ah. that it's mostly pears and apples. And then they flavor it strawberry sure, and yeah. try to... How much money? $25,000. Oh, gosh, no. She needs $5 million to oh. correct this injustice. Oh. But I bet if you're a major company, man, I bet you get sued all the time for everything. Oh, yeah, you're a target. All but, these um, frivolous lawsuits. She does have a point, though. What's the point? Okay, you go into Reese's or wherever, and uh, you see your Pop-Tart, and you see strawberry Pop-Tart, but you're really buying pear and apple Pop-Tarts. When you see a strawberry Pop-Tart, nothing about that says strawberry. It's like Apple Jacks. Do you think they flavor Apple Jacks with a real apple? I don't know. And I don't even know what Jax is. But no, I don't think she deserves $5 million. I don't think she deserves $0.05. Cents. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Dude, I mean, the front of the box says, I'm looking at the Pop-Tart box right now. It says Pop-Tarts, frosted strawberry. Fine. It doesn't say in parentheses apple and, and pear. And you think anybody would deserve $5 million because of that? Not that, but I mean, she's got a point. If I buy a steak I, at a dinner and they bring out a salad... I gotta be like, hey, that's not what I, that's not what I, I gotta thought be honest, you'd... buddy. You're blowing my mind if you think that she has any any valid point in this at all. Well, they are they are deceiving you. How are they not? If they say strawberry, and they give you an apple pear, she's right. Stop! Don't say that again. Speaking of shopping, did you see that uh, there's a recall on some room sprays? Like, I guess, do you use Febreze at your house or anything to freshen up the house? I, I really don't like the smell of uh, room spray. You know, the thing about, like, Febreze and stuff is it does smell better than what it used to smell like in there. But but since you sprayed that, I know your house stinks, if that makes any sense. Well, some people sometimes try to spray that in there, and it it's a mixture of stench and... And whatever. Febreze or whatever. Well, there's been a recall. This uh, brand was sold at Walmart, an aromatherapy spray for your room... Better Homes and Gardens, it had a virus inside of it. And two people died of it. So, you know, you're just cleaning up, da, 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 spraying this stuff around. Meanwhile, you're getting these particles in your respiratory system. They said it starts out feeling like the flu. And uh, people have gotten sick and two people fatalities. And so if you have bought an aromatherapy spray from Walmart, the Better Homes and Gardens brand, not good. Throw it away. Also, did you see that, uh, man, I got a neighbor that loves OSU, man. This guy, like, I've never seen him not wear an OSU shirt, what, no matter what he's doing. He probably wears one to a wedding. And uh, There are some rabid fans around here. Yeah. Isn't uh, Cindy that works here also a huge OSU like fan? Like her truck. She like decorated she has a her truck Bronco, like that. Yeah. And uh, it is decorated in yeah. OSU. That's right. And uh, undefeated until this weekend. Got knocked up by Iowa State, which came out of nowhere. And sometimes these great teams, I mean, Ohio, uh, excuse me, Oklahoma State, undefeated. And then you go to a game where you're like, oh, we're probably going to win this. And then, boom, you have troubles. Because of that, Oklahoma State now number 20. Oklahoma fell a spot after Alabama destroyed Tennessee. So now Oklahoma sits at number four. And so you say that your neighbor was just devastated. What does he do when his team loses? Is he kind of like uh, angry? He gets very quiet. Like, we text a lot, but after that game, I didn't hear much. Oh, we better check on Cindy. Yeah. Then. She's probably also. Probably also pretty I wonder if she gets mad and goes out and hits her car with a sledgehammer <laughs> since it's all decorated. I mean, <laughs> Just, she goes all out. Yeah. She actually saw her with OSU um, cowboy boots on at Midland the other night at the casino. Yep.
Huge fan. So that was a disappointment, I guess, uh, obviously, for Oklahoma well, State It's fans. nice you make everybody relive it. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to give you the updated rankings. What do the rankings go to? 25. That's got to hurt if you're at 26. Yeah. They, they even mention you, too. They're like, almost made it. Such and such school. What does uh, our alma mater, Auburn, what is it ranked? What are they like? I didn't even look at that at 19 or 20 or something. They had two losses. It's like such whatever. a fair weather fan that after Auburn loses two games, he no longer watches the rest of the season. <laughs> you will watch the Iron Bowl, I'm sure. Uh, the Auburn-Alabama game? Of course. Will Auburn play Oklahoma or OSU? No. Mm-mm. Alabama will, though. If Oklahoma continues, there could be a playoff situation in which Oklahoma would face Alabama. And who would you root for in that situation? Oklahoma. Because we, we went to the Arc rival of Alabama we went to Auburn so like I'm not a sports guy buddy so uh, like that's why I'm saying it out loud to you what I like uh, for me not being a sports fan I do miss the camaraderie of it but what I do enjoy is not uh, feeling devastated like your neighbor or Cindy probably does it after does a loss. highly affects you it's weird it's like you're like it's just a game but then at the end of the day in the final analysis you're like completely crushed have you ever cried or wept over uh, a game yes. in sadness yes are you serious yes I always say this, that when your team's not winning and you know the season's just going to suck, it's a lot easier. Because then you can just go tailgate and have fun, and if you win the game, it's a bonus. But when you're actually winning, like Oklahoma is now, every game is more and more important because you're closer and closer and closer to perhaps a national championship. And now if you lose one at the end of the season, like if OSU beats Oklahoma, it's going to be a complete disaster for Oklahoma. Here's a good question. Have you ever uh, cried tears of joy over a football game? Um, Sports, yes. Not football specifically, but yep. What sport? Baseball. I got got emotional the other night when the Braves. You cried tears of joy. A little bit of uh, that, yeah. Did your son look over and be like, hey, uh, what's going on with you, buddy? I already told him. I said, if uh, we end up with the World Series, your dad will probably end up tearing up. And I did. So he's ready for it. Did he also tear up? No. He's, he wanted to go back to sleep, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, you woke him up. I did. It's 8.30 with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, 7.40 tomorrow. And every day this week, just remember, seven four zero. your chance to beat the Bull up to $1,000. Already had a $600 winner earlier this morning. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Tig and Daniel back in the morning, 7.40. Uh, we had a $600 winner with Beat the Bull, but today, uh, tomorrow, excuse me, 740, you got another chance to win up to $1,000. Good morning, Daniel. Boy, we had a, a full weekend camping on Friday. I went to Oktoberfest on Saturday, and then yesterday it's Halloween, mm-hmm. and that will continue next weekend. It's where you take the kids to come by, and they uh, basically trick-or-treat in the zoo. Yes, and uh, it was so fun to see all the kids having such a good time, and you know how exciting that was when you were three, four, five, and six years old, and to see that that magic again was a lot of fun. Uh, let me say again, Tulsa still never fails to surprise me. I like that zoo out there. You know what I like about it? Not too big. You go to some zoos, you're in there for like three hours. You're like, I got to get the heck out of here no matter what. That is the perfect size zoo. And it wasn't 105 degrees out and you're walking around and burning up and it's a good time of the year. Halloween, um, we dressed up. We did our costumes. Daniel went to the store and bought a a penguin costume, and a squirrel costume. Mm-hmm. Now, we were indifferent to who was going to wear which. We had no idea. I wasn't necessarily going to be the penguin. We were just going to – we get out there for whatever reason. We decide Daniel's going to be the penguin. I'm going to be the squirrel. I've never seen this costume in my life. It was in the, the plastic wrap or whatever. I take it apart, 
put the squirrel costume on, everything's fine. And then I noticed the squirrel costume comes with props, and it's two acorns. Giant acorns about the size of softballs. So, oh, isn't that cute? Not only is a squirrel, he's carried around his acorns, but... Uh, one lady that works with us goes, there's Velcro on the front of your little squirrel outfit. And I go, Velcro? She goes, oh, you're supposed to put the acorns on you. So I'm not supposed to carry the acorns around. I'm supposed to attach them to my body. And uh, now I've never seen this costume before. This was not set up. We didn't mean to do this. And I felt like we might get in trouble. The acorns, guess where this costume has you put the acorns on? I guess this is part of the prank of the costume or something. Uh, right around the old belt line. So I've got two things dangling down from right there. And I'm like, I'm not even sure if this is appropriate. I mean, it's not, you'd have to have kind of a, a mindset to look at it that way. Like the kids would never notice something like that. The adults, however, and I'm kind of nervous. And I see a big crowd of Halloweeners coming up, you know, mom, dad, kid. And I've got this costume on where it looks like I've got dangling acorns right Hi. in that region. People were delighted by this. They loved I, it. I never felt more loved as a radio show, then the people, uh, they didn't care that we were a radio show. They were so delighted that your costume featured two acorns. It was always the ladies who saw it first. And, and they would and they're like, guffawing with laughter. They're buckling over. And then they're like tapping their husband on the, oh, look at that. Look at where his acorns are. Oh, my God. And uh, it just went on and on and on. And I could see people taking pictures of my acorns. People even asked to be in photos with the acorns. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, this is like a child's event. And I'm supposed to be representing 98.5 The Bull. And I've got acorns dangling near my secret. This might be a problem. But the kids never catch on. It's like one of those jokes that adults well, would get. Uh, the one kids kid did. Because the kid I, was like, you got nuts. Yeah. All these moms <laughs> kept saying, nice nuts. I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, the whole time, that's like, the nuts thing. Well, so I think you should, I, you know, give me a little adoration here, because I picked out this costume for you, yeah. and look at you. Nobody cared about the penguin. Uh, a few people cared about the penguin. I, the, my only concern was we're out there as the Tiger and Daniel show to, you know, kind of promote, promote the, the show. Daniel show. Yeah. We're dressed in costumes. Nobody knows who we are. And everybody's like, thank you, Mr. Penguin. <laughs> and well, we need to let them, like, somehow let them know that that's us. Yeah, because we're... You know, we're on the radio, so you don't see us anyway. And then mm -hmm. in a costume on top of that, you right. really we're don't know what's going on. already not recognized. And then on top of, you know, Mr. Penguin and then... That's the the most popular thing we've done in our careers is uh, dangling those acorns. I mean, I think you uh, you got to start wearing this thing everywhere. Golly, people loved it. So, uh, yeah, I got to go back out to Halloween oh, on guy Friday. Was, one guy was so concerned about my acorns, where they were, he offered to cut them off with a pocket knife. That's a dangerous game. Yeah. Right there in my no, no thanks. No knives down there, buddy. Yeah, so if you get a chance, you gotta go check out that zoo and especially Hollow Zoo and it's uh and you that will, was a blast. And they do it in like sessions. You can't just go out there, you know, all day. They have like sessions set up and you're gonna be out there this Friday night from six until nine, and I bet you're gonna wear because of the uh popularity, know. will you wear the squirrel? Now we're setting it up. And if you're going to Hollow Zooine Friday, you ought to wear the squirrel costume. So then people will know it's you, and they'll get a good chuckle. Oh, we'll see. Hello, Zoween, this Friday night with Daniel from uh, 6 until 9. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. 
the bull last week was only cold one time. I think we had four cash winners with Beat the Bull last week, right here on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. The record's $700. But a couple times, the bull actually did allow it to go up to 1000 Just our contestants stopped it before. You can't blame them for that. I got to tell you, Tig, I got a feeling. You got a feeling. Today, or this week at least, somebody's going to win that $1,000. We'll you know what that happens. would be? A big boy. A big boy. And, uh, Dana, would you like to introduce our contestant for Beat the Bull on this October 25th? It would be a great honor, Tig. Uh, his name is Rusty. He's from Tahlequah. He's got four kids. And get this, eight grandkids. Oh, my God. Rusty, uh, what's the big deal about grandkids? Why do, why do people love uh, grandkids so much? Oh, <laughs> uh, you can spoil them and send them home. You know what? I've heard that. Is yes. that the... You don't have to deal with the nighttime. Exactly. Sugar them up and send them home all wired up. And uh, Rusty is a garage door expert. He installs and repairs garage doors, both residential and commercial. So if you're needing a garage door repair, talk to Rusty. And if he wins a bunch of money today, he's going to use it for Christmas. You, you got to get all eight there grandkids a Christmas gift? Oh, most definitely. That sounds expensive, so I hope the uh, bull is generous today. And then, are we ready to play Beat the Bull? Rusty, you ready? You bet. Rusty, do you, you know how to play Beat the Bull. You're going to hear some dollar amounts. What you want to do is yell stop before you hear the bull, because if you hear the bull, that means the bull has beat you, and you just win bull crap. <laughs> okay. Fingers you crossed for Rusty. Get ready to beat the bull in three, two, one. Good luck. 100 150 200 250 Hmm where the nerves start setting in. Oh, yeah. Oof. 500. 550. 600. Stop. He said stop at Rusty. 600. Stopping at 600. That's pretty good uh, money. Why did you choose 600? That's a good starting point for Christmas. Starting point. Man, hey, grandkids. <laughs> yeah. That's hey, a nice dent in your uh, Christmas bills, I guess, $600. You do a lot with 600 bucks. Uh, Rusty, here is the uh, here's the question. Now, uh, do you want to see how far the bull was going, or would you rather just not know? Nah, let's see. 
All right. I, I felt like it was going to do a thousand, but I just didn't have uh, the bull, you know what, to do it. Hey, now. I know, like, people on the outside were all listening in, going, you know, push it, push it, push it. But when you're in that situation and you know you could stop and get 600 bucks, it's totally different, you know. You get around $400, oh, man, definitely. and you start sweating bullets. I know exactly how that feels, Rusty. Yep. Well, let's see how far yes, it was sir. going. Let's see if his intuition was correct, Ty. 900. No. 950 1000 Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Rusty, oh, that's still good though. Yeah, $600. I mean, you really can't complain about that. No sir. And what do they say, Tig? A bush in the hand is worth two birds? Exactly. That's exactly what they say. Well, uh Rusty, do your grandkids listen? Uh I think one of them does, but he's already in school. One out of eight. I'll take it. <laughs> one out of eight. What the, are they... the, others are, the others are too little to listen to radio. Well, what do they call you, by the way? Papa. Papa. Yep. That's now they're coming out of the woodwork today. Now that they know you've won $600, yeah, Papa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the list yeah. will start coming in. We'll see how far the, gay, the bull goes tomorrow. On 98.5 The Bull, your chance to win up to $1,000.740. You can be just like Rusty and win some money. Good morning. It's Ty and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center.